And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And today, like we have gotten to do more often than not, we're deviating just a little bit from the primary topic of social media to talk about a much broader uh, scope of marketing and and business and, and things like that. But the way we tie it all back in... I only met my guests through social media so you know just how powerful this medium is to make business acquaintances and good friends. You know, so don't ever think I'm just on Facebook to play. You never know who you're going to connect with. So please join me in welcoming today's guest, Joey Garrity. Thank you, Deb. Thank you for having me on. Well, I'm so excited about this because you've written this very cool book. And like I said, you know, we've only met online and you're on the one coast and I'm all the way over in Atlanta and the station is in Colorado. So we're hitting virtually everywhere today. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about social media. <laughs> I know. you know, and, and that really is one of the cool things is it has made doing business, especially if you are the type of business that is a service business. I mean, clearly, if you're a brick and mortar, it, it's very different, but we can now do business around the world 24 yeah. seven, um, which freaks out business owners because yeah. they're thinking, Oh my gosh, I don't want to have to do this. And you know, so there's, there's all sorts of ways around this, but um, you have written this great book and we're going to talk about it. But first let me give people just a little bit of your background. Thank you. So Joy Garrity is the founder of one, one, three branding, and she is a brand strategist, marketer, content developer, and speaker. She worked in the Hollywood entertainment industry for over 15 years at top companies, including the Walt Disney Company and Sony Pictures, in film, television, original web content, and branded entertainment. She was encouraged and taught by branding, marketing, and networking techniques by high-level mentors. As Joey's brand grew stronger, she gained greater visibility, which in turn gained her greater influence and success in her field. She was handpicked by the ABC studio president to launch the first multimedia startup business for the Walt Disney Company. After returning to the Bay Area, Joey was inspired to launch 113 Branding. She integrates her strategic branding and marketing vision with both creative and business sides of the entertainment industry. Her techniques and strategies help women entrepreneurs globally become more visible, influential, and successful. Again, Joey, welcome. Thank you, Deb. Thank you for having me on. Great. Well, you know, let's just jump right in because I want to talk a lot about the book. So the book is called The Red Carpet, Guide to Visibility and Influence. It has this gorgeous image, and I'm sure part of this came from the, the entertainment background and the red carpet and, and all of those things. But what really struck me was the subhead. It is your birthright as an entrepreneur to stand in your spotlight and shine bright. I love that. You know, so so how did you come up with the concept for the the book in general? Well, because of my content developer, um, I had a I had an event actually in May of this year, mm -hmm. and people flew in from all over and drove in, et cetera. And it was an exciting time for me. And a friend of mine who just um, launched a publishing division, uh, the Zebra, the Zebra Inc division. Mm -hmm. Sheila Kennedy called and said, I'm, I'm going to open this division. I said, I want to actually launch my launch a book. And that would be in six weeks. Now cool. what was really cool about it is that because I have been building content that is in alignment and that mm -hmm. there's a clarity and there's a heartbeat to it, that I was able to compile the content in from an A to Z component and turn mm -hmm. it into a workbook. But right. part of my song, and I call the way I brand is I call it song and verses. And I love that concept. Thank you. It was it was it was it was a concept I came up with last year when um from a memory I had back in the days of Hollywood when I was um uh, the 
I was next door to the, they were mixing Titanic, the, you know, the music for mm-hmm. the movie Titanic. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was with the composer for our movie at the time, Independence Day. And I was asking him about how the music, why they took a particular theme and whether it was a happy theme or a sad theme, there was always a thread. Mm-hmm. And so I was coming back last year from a Christmas party and one of my favorite songs of all time came on the radio and it triggered a memory for me. And I was like, oh, that's how I'm going to explain branding. Mm-hmm. Because when you can get everyone to sing the same song with you, then you can elevate your brand. But they have to know right. the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting back to the birthright, that is actually my song. So mm-hmm. my song is that it is your birthright to stand in your visibility and influence spotlight and shine bright. Right. I don't, I believe that part of the, the, the issues sometimes entrepreneurs have out there globally is that they believe that it actually comes down to their last name and the vocation that they're in. Mm-hmm. And I want us to get away from that. Right. Yeah. It is our birthright to be a purpose and it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with our last name. Right. And I think it's especially important for women entrepreneurs because, you know, as, as, and, and obviously this is um, some anecdotal and, and some of it is, is age related also because I'm a little more mature, but we were taught as young girls, you know, those of us who are baby boomers, that we didn't brag about ourselves. We didn't shine our own lights. You know, it wasn't ladylike to do that. And, you know, now, now granted, as things have changed with the millennials and the, the Xers and, you know, all of those various other uh, alphabetical characters that we've got, the, the women are being taught more and more that, hello, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to, to really be the person who is promoting yourself. But, you know, it, it, it's, and so it's, it's interesting to watch how things have changed and to really think, yes, it is our birthright as an entrepreneur to, to say, hello, look at me. And you're, and we're not doing it in a boastful way. We're not doing it in an egotistical way. We're doing it in the way that it should be done. Yeah. Well, one of my verses is that um, your visibility influence, the level of it in the marketplace is directly linked to your earning power. Mm-hmm. And I really, uh, that was such an important verse for me to right. get out there because um, it, it, it's a constant stream of the visibility and the influence and that, mm-hmm. and I don't want women um, and men, but in particular women entrepreneurs to close mm-hmm. their doors. Right. So I'm really asking women entrepreneurs to step out of the shadows mm-hmm. because it, it is, it is a matter of keeping, keeping your dreams and fruitions coming true. Right. Yeah. Well, and I love that in your book and, and it's a very short book. It's a whopping 77 pages long, yeah. but it's, as you mentioned, it's a workbook. You know, as you're going through this, you should be doing the exercises and, and things. But you've got, you know, one of the things that you have in it is the words visibility and influence are capitalized. So you're showing their importance. Um, and, and I just think that's so important. And, and I love this image that you've got in here. And, and it's the theme throughout. And, and you've already mentioned it. Your brand visibility and influence is directly linked to your earning power. You know, and, and I think sometimes we forget that because we're, we are taught, don't toot your own horn. Don't do these things. But hello, you have to be visible. Yeah. Hollywood taught me that very young. Right. And, you right. know, in Hollywood bragging isn't, it's, it's not, it, it's not even bragging. It was mm-hmm. my mentors telling me, if you don't tell people what you're good at and what you've done and where you're headed, how are they supposed to be of service? Right. Because everybody else is telling them those things. Yes. And, and so you have to be. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm just translating it over into the entrepreneur world. Mm-hmm. And because when I came back, I realized that there were several women or many, many women were standing in the shadows and hoping that their businesses were going to work that way. And I was, mm-hmm. and I was, and I, I was in a bubble for many years and I was just like, Oh no, 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 no. See, we have to link the two. Something right. else that happened to me too. when I, when I came back is I was going to a lot of events and I was looking at a lot of programs and there was a lot of this kind of philosophy out there of, and by the way, it is a philosophy. There's a difference mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. um, you know, six figure that and five figure this. And when I was, 
and that's fine. And people can teach you very high level, just like my mentors did uh, mm -hmm. programs. But what, but the missing piece for me component was yes, but if they don't have a five figure influence and visibility in the marketplace, it won't matter. Right. You cannot make six figures without six figure influence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's impossible. Talk to us more about that. How do you develop a five or a six figure influence? Because we all, you know, everybody listening went, woohoo, we want those numbers. Yeah, sure. We want seven. Um, how do you develop that? Especially when, you know, in, in a lot of cases you're starting as you did when you founded your company at zero. Yes. Right. Well, because I came from a billion dollars worth of influence, right? But when I walked away, I walked away with nothing. So right. I had to start over again. Um, that 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 is a key component of the book, and I'm talking about us being dependent on other corporations, businesses, um, loved ones, etc. You can absolutely build a five and six figure influence and visibility online, mm -hmm. and it's and it's really through it's really through being consistent and um, having fun with it. But mm -hmm. um, but showing up and really stepping out of the shadows and it takes courage, right? To step oh, out at does. that level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and you know because I think a lot of times people and you know women especially think I haven't earned it, I don't deserve it, you know. And and we do what you uh, talk about in your book. We have all these inner voices and these inner critics. So what the heck do we do to get rid of those stupid inner critics? Well, one thing that I had to learn and I learned it down in Hollywood is that the bottom line is that you are going to get criticized. So right. once I was able to get my head around that, you know, it took me several years, Deb, it was not easy mm -hmm. breezy, you know, because, mm -hmm. um, I just, you know, at heart, I, I'm not, I, I was in the shadows making other mm -hmm. people superstars all the time, but it didn't mean right. you still didn't get criticized. But when I, but one day I was watching a show, believe it or not, on Bravo, and I was watching a reality star um, talk about now coming out of the shadows and being, in, in essence, a star, you know, in mm -hmm. front of everyone. Right. And she was being interviewed, and she said something that really stuck, and she said, what I've learned is that 90% of the people out there are going to love you, and 10% of them aren't. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and I was okay with that, because I'd rather right. have 90% people love me. Right. And that was really a huge game changer for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just, I was like, okay, so that's the first step. The first step is just, just take ownership. But the second step, the major step, especially with the visibility influence, especially if you want to get to a higher earning power is to get that inner game rocking and rolling. See the okay. stars down in Hollywood, they understand this. And the mm -hmm. ones that don't have inner game, we all know who they are because you can see how they completely start unraveling in front of our eyes. Right. But the ones that do have inner game, those are the ones that have been around forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so is getting that inner game together. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, in, in the Hollywood theme, I mean, those are the Catherine Hepburns, you know, the, the, the women like that who they were strong, they were powerful. And what always struck me with them is more than anything, they believed in themselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, the Jennifer Aniston, she's a perfect example of people say right. anything they want about her, but this, mm -hmm. this woman has an inner game. She's practicing mm -hmm. meditation and yoga daily. Mm -hmm. And, and so with, with, with influence and visibility is going to come responsibility. And so that's why the, the actual, the first chapter of the book, um, after I talk about my experiences in Hollywood, I talk about the importance of inner game and there are some exercises in there because meditation is exactly how I got to Hollywood is what brought mm -hmm. me there. I keynote about it sometimes, but right. I let that, I let that practice go while I was there for mm -hmm. many years. When mm -hmm. I got back to Hollywood, I jumped right back in again and here we go. Mm -hmm. Let's talk more about that because I don't meditate. And, and part of that is, you know, I even just thinking about it, I think, how in the heck am I going to calm my brain down? Because I'm one of these people that's going 900 miles an hour, even when I am asleep. Me too. So, you know, why is it so important to, to really stop and, and do that? And and obviously do it on a daily basis. Meditating once a month, once a week, eh, not so much. Yeah. Um, first of all, I do, um, I do guided meditation. So mm -hmm. guided meditation is different. It is, it is, it's, it's a, it's a guided, so it takes you through it. So you don't have to worry about clearing your, your mind. Okay. Um, and then you set an intention. So mm -hmm. every 21 days you set a new one. And if you stop 
day 10 and you don't meditate on day 10, you have to start again, Mm -hmm. over again. Ah. This was a really great, this is a really great practice for me because I love structure. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, meditation is a way where we can show up for ourselves first, Mm -hmm. first thing in the morning before, I mean, literally before I even get out of bed, I've meditated. And so that I can be a me first, so I can show up Mm -hmm. as a we for the rest of the day. Okay. It also gives you an inner strength. Mm-hmm. So that you can be concentrating on, for instance, if there is something that I'm meditating on and and I don't want to, I know that's something I have to meditate on even harder, right? We are okay. just walking through fires. That's all mm-hmm. we're doing on a daily basis. Right. But with the visibility and influence with my clients, for instance, when they work with me, they get a lot of visible, visible very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so with that, they have to lean on their inner game because they're calling me and they're like, I mean, some of them have gotten more visibility and influence than they probably have had almost their entire lives. Right. In a short and they're panicked. It, it can put you in a panic, but what we're getting you ready for is just to get ready for the next vessel. After mm-hmm. a while, Deb, it becomes, it becomes just like a, like a second skin. Ah, you won't even think twice about what you what you thought about three months ago when you called and you mm-hmm. said, wow, I'm kind of freaking out too. You, you forget about those moments too. What's next. Mm-hmm. That's how fast it can move. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, and you know, it, I'm, I'm sure it helps with those critics. And I want to go back to that for a little bit because you know, the 10% of people who are critical, you know, that we love the 90% who love <laughs> yeah. you. But they're also usually really very quiet about it. Those nasty 10% who are critical, and I'm going to include your, yourself in being in that. But then, of course, you have your family, your friends who mean well. Um, and I'm putting that in big air quotes. <laughs> and, and I mean, in a lot of cases, they do. But they are the critics. But they're the most vocal critics. And I love in your book that you acknowledge them. And you basically say, you know what, love you, but. <laughs> so how really do we get past dealing with those critics? Well, they're. And, and we're going to always have them no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, the alternative is our dreams don't come to fruition. Right. So you got to make a choice. Yeah. Do we pay attention to them? And and now granted, there's there's constructive criticism and destructive criticism. Yeah. Feedback is different. Yeah. Feedback is yeah, different. You know, yeah. I, I just, get feedback all the yeah. time. I have coaches. Yeah. My, I literally send my parents, um, 90% of my interviews for them oh, to, mm-hmm. and they call me with extensive mm-hmm. notes cool. <laughs> and get back to me, you know, because they want me to do better. Mm-hmm. But, but feedback's different than being criticized. Right. But there, but the, but the, the other point to this too, the reason that the reason I've been, you know, and here's something too, Deb, me being visible and um, growing my influence is actually one of my key lessons. It's one of the hardest things for me to do. This okay. is why I was in Hollywood making other people superstars. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to do it for myself. Right. So, so I just want to tell the audience that because sometimes I think there's a belief system out there. It's like, well, Joey's so good at that. It mm-hmm. comes easy to her. And I'm like, no, it's a daily, it's, it's every single day. But the reason right. that my purpose, the real reason I do it is because it is my birthright for my dreams to come true, just like it is everyone on this planet. Mm-hmm. But I'm also opening doors for others to do the same. Right. And, and you've got, you know, I was, I was looking at your website and again, your company is 113 Branding and you, f- you highlight women and women entrepreneurs. And, and I love that concept. How did you come up with doing that? You know, and because it, it, it just, it looked phenomenal. Yeah. So it's based on a, on a, on a memory of mine. All my strategies, most of them are based on memories. From from learning in Hollywood. I was down there most Mm -hmm. of my adult life. And Mm -hmm. the memory came from when I when I worked on the first movie I worked on was Stargate. And And I went, ooh, with that. (laughs) I'm one of those nerdy people. I I was I Mm. love sci fi too, by the way. So you and I were very like minded. Um, I know. And I was like and and I and I went to go see the movie in the theater and it was Mm -hmm. the first time I ever saw my name in lights. 
Ooh. And this was oh yeah, you had to stay through the credits. Right. Well, this this was a huge game changer. My brother also worked on the movie with me, and he was there with me. And it was it, it we could physically feel it in our bodies. It, it was a tipping yeah. point for us. Mm-hmm. That an entire field said thank you, thank you for showing up. I would like to. People could say a lot about Hollywood, but I would like someone else to. I would like to see another field do this, but because no other field does it other than Hollywood. This is thank no. you to thousands mm-hmm. of people. Thank you for mm-hmm. showing up for us. And so the memory, that memory came over me and I was like, okay, when we start a movie, it takes us two years to get people into the theater seats. And Mm -hmm. the first movie, Stargate, I went to one of my bosses and I asked him, I said, how are we going to talk about the movie? We haven't shot it yet. He goes, Joey, we're going to talk about the crew. Right. We're going to talk about the special effects guy. Mm -hmm. And I said, and and he said, we don't talk about the stars till way down the road. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And this is this this is where the strategy came from. And I was like, okay, we spotlight others. Mm-hmm. And therefore the spotlight will turn back on us. And this is how entrepreneurs can fill their theater seats. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and in your book, I love and I really love this concept. You talk about double and triple dipping. So explain that more and, and really give us some examples of it, because I think this is very cool, but I think a lot of people are going to be hesitant because we're talking about somebody else. Right. So, so the double, the double dip and the triple dip, and then there's a banana split. The way it works is that you and another brand, and typically you ask them not to be in the same field, it's better, right. that they mm-hmm. get together. One, one of the two has to be the leader. Can't be two okay. leaders. One of the two becomes mm-hmm. a leader. And mm-hmm. then you decide on what content you're going to cross pollinate. And that's why I ask people outside of each other fields to do this. It's more right. interesting. So mm-hmm. for instance, the first double dip I ever did was with Jen Duchenne and she is an Akashic records reader now. And, and she's a numerologist. So mm-hmm. you couldn't find a more different field if you tried, right? Right. Brand marketing, uh-huh. Akashic records. And because I wanted to show people how extreme you can go. Mm-hmm. And so we got together and so I wrote a blog and she wrote a blog and I talked about how numerology, um, how the, how, what might one, one, 13, one, one, three branding. I talked about my type about mm-hmm. the branding mm-hmm. and that it actually, it, 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 it means five, three plus one plus ah, one is five. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's after Chanel number five. It's in homage to Chanel number five. Cool. And I said, that would be a perfect topic. And I said, and then, and then she said, great. She goes, well, what I'll talk about is I'll talk about how, you know, you can incorporate numerology into your branding. And then Mm -hmm. we linked each other, you link each other and you tag one another, but you got to do it at the same time. So we told each other next Monday at nine o'clock, we're going to tag each other and we're going to send it out. But the reason that it's so powerful and impactful is because we're getting out of each other's backyards. Right. Yeah, I, the, you're in you're you're in front of their yes. friends, followers, you know, who never heard of me, right? I promise you. <laughs> and and I love that you know, and and it was funny because before we started the program, I was saying to me that is a very female concept because we as women are nurturers and we want to help other you know other people and especially other women, and men are like, no way, nah, I am not going to promote somebody else's business, and I don't care if it's a totally different business. And so that's what really struck me is this is just such a cool concept. I think that I think the, the 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 steps. And by the way, anyone could go on with their team branding. I have entire articles and on Huffington Post about this as well, and it gives you step by step. But the the first step of making sure that you pick who's going to be the leader, mm-hmm. that is what was throwing the women off. Because right. last year I did a movement called "It's Your Turn" with five other mm-hmm. influencers, and. Mm-hmm. I incorporated this immediately in there and I told them, I said, and they said, we were both supposed to, and I said, no, you can't, you have right. to have one leader. And mm-hmm. that's how it makes things rock and roll faster. Mm-hmm. Now you can do that with two brands. Guess what? You can do it with three. Right. And you can do it as easy as you just get a quote from each other and you incorporate mm-hmm. them into a video, a blog, right. an article, mm-hmm. an image. Right. And you can mm-hmm. do that. And then, but, but the banana splits are what really explodes mm-hmm. when you do this with multiples. So what I do with the banana splits is I go to people in certain networks and I say, everyone, and by the way, you can imagine how many fields are in one network, you know, right. I'm like everyone send me a tip. 
your title and your um, link to your business page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then I do an entire share inside of my group. Cool. And I do it and I tag everyone. Once I tag them all, they all tag each other and it goes on mm-hmm. and on right. and on. And that's how things go. And I'm putting this in air quotes viral, Um, you know, and, and, but we're doing it from a place of wanting to help. And, and you mentioned that in your book is it really has to be that you have to be doing it from your heart. This is not the, well, I'm going to work with Joey because she's got really cool people I need to connect with. You know, it's, that's not why we're doing this folks. No, it has to be an equal exchange of energy. But the reason I came up with this too was, is that I was watching some big, big women's networks out there. And what I realized Mm -hmm. was, is I don't believe that they're an equal exchange of energy. I believe that there is one leader Uh who is getting most of the attention and energy and the women are being in service to the network itself. Mm -hmm. And that is what keeps women in the shadows. Right. So this is this. So this is why I brought these strategies to the forefront. And actually, I would say that my spotlight strategy, the double and the triple and the banana split to date have been the most popular. Mm-hmm. Well, and and again, it is it's coming from the heart because you want you 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 honestly like these people. You want to promote them, you know, all of those various things. But it is a win-win situation. I mean, you know, we're not going to downplay that. Well, it's, it, the reason they're so popular is getting everyone the biggest results. Right. You know, I mean, people yes. are like blown away by the results. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. they keep wanting to do it. It becomes addictive, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, and and then it that. becomes the pay it I forward, that, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's the, well, I worked with Joey this week. So who can I work with next week? Exactly. And, you know, and, and it really does kind of do that. Yes. But getting out, getting each other out of our own backyard, just like, for mm-hmm. instance, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's such an honor and I'm so grateful to be on your show because there's going to be listeners who never heard my name, but the right. beauty part too, Deb, is that I'm going to spotlight you and your show and there's going to be people in my backyard that are going to be introduced to you. Cool. And now yeah. this is the real exchange of energy. Yes. Yep. And, and that's where the power comes is that, you know, it, it is this exchange of energies and it's not sucking energy from somebody. It's an exchange of energy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's an equal exchange of energy. There's mm-hmm. not one person. So that and and that's what I learned in Hollywood too. It was so interesting because the crew members who you would think would be more in service, no, they have big power. So right. if the DP, the director of photography for instance, if mm-hmm. he was a not that he did on our movies, but I've heard of, if he walked off the set, it would close down the entire production. Right. Not the right. not the director. Mm-hmm. The director was actually you know, I mean, the DP was, the Mm -hmm. DP has huge power. And I found that to be so fascinating, not the stars. Mm -hmm. And the stars were always incredibly kind to the crew because they wanted to look good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to make that makeup person. You really don't want, you want your lighting to make you look 30 years younger, right? Well, Mm -hmm. that, that all comes down to the DP. And so working on these big crews with 30, 300 people. And then once you got, once the movie got to the studio, thousands of people worked on one movie, thousands. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting around one vision, but yet everyone had, everyone got their quote unquote, you know, it was an equal exchange of energy because everyone gets Mm -hmm. a credit. Right. And, and it very much is a team process. Yes. You know, and I think that's the hard part about being a woman entrepreneur is we're sitting at home in our spare bedroom and, you know, we're, we, we don't go out, we don't talk to anybody. We're just sitting here all day. So, you know, building this team of people that, you know, because it's not just that you work with this one person on that one week where you cross promote, you've developed relationships and they are kind of your team. Right. It, exactly. The lone wolf, that's another mm-hmm. way not to build a thriving business. Right. And I don't mean hiring teams of people. No, no. I just mm-hmm. mean growing the tribe of equal exchange. This is exa- another reason why, why when I see the big, big, big women networks, I'm like, but you're not growing their business. Right. And I'm yeah. like, a tribe is a tribe is sisters and brothers. I have mm-hmm. brothers in my tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Sisters mm-hmm. and brothers that are all encouraging, supporting, showing up to each other's stuff, mm-hmm. you know, sharing, tagging, and it goes on and on and on. This is why mm-hmm. I'm such a huge fan of the online world. Right. Because it is. It's so easy there 
to be you know connected with all of these people and be promoting them and and again it's like we said at the start of the program it doesn't matter where they are Um, it's even better it's better if they're in japan it's better if they're in russia i mean it's that's that's where that this is where the real magic happens Mm -hmm. is when two people like me and yours like we've never met in person we've never had a conversation right but we've seen Mm -hmm. each other and Mm -hmm. therefore we have a lot of respect and we're honoring each other so right. when you're like, hey, come on my show, I was like doing backflips. I was like, that would be great. I really love Deb. I love what she's doing. Right? That's how you grow your tribe and your sisterhood and your brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And and that comes back to what we were initially saying with your visibility. You know, if you're on social media, you have to be on social media. This is not post once or twice. And it's certainly not just post cute kitten pictures. <laughs> now, you know, yes, I post I post Snoopy, you know, I post some funny things, but it, you have to to really be using the medium in a way that's going to help expand your business. Yeah. Well, and you know, and you don't have to be a slave to it. And I do tell people right. that, I mean, I use Hootsuite daily. You know, mm-hmm. I'm running several campaigns at a time right now for mm-hmm. um, lots of different clients and businesses. And uh, how can I do that and still sleep and still have a life is because I'm using right. these platforms. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, now you briefly mentioned something um, when we were talking a little bit ago, but it's it's a, a big part of your book, and that's that there is being in service to others and of service to others. So let's talk more about that. Yeah. So um, what I discovered once, because you know the studio systems are just corporations, right? You no, know, they're just glamorous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I when I left the studio systems, that's all I've ever worked for. I've never worked mm-hmm. for anyone else than studios. Mm-hmm. What I realized was is that you can become very dependent on the in-service model. And mm-hmm. this is because any corporation or business can hand you billions of dollars worth of influence. Mm-hmm. And you got so when when I was calling when I was picking up the phone and making those calls or sending those emails asking people to meet with me, let me tell you, people were like, when? How soon? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But when I left the studio system, I left with no influence, none. Right. And so in my book, I'm I'm showing people, you know, I'm describing how to get the influence and the visibility. Because even if you work for a company, I'm still asking them, please do this. You never mm-hmm. know when the company is going to go under. You never right. know when they're going to let you go. That is the in-service model. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fear model. Right. When are they going to let you go if you do not play ball the way mm-hmm. we want you to? Mm-hmm. Right. And then finally, if you can have that influence, you'd be surprised of how fast your promotions can show up. Mm-hmm. Or how how often your boss will pay more attention to you. Now, outside of that model, outside of that in-service model, there's an of-service model. Mm-hmm. And I'm not enslaved anymore to right. someone else's influence because, Deb, I've got my own. So right. even if one day I decided, I mean, knock on wood, I doubt it. <laughs> but if mm-hmm. I decided I was going to go back into the studio or into a corporation of some sort, mm-hmm. I'd be going in on my own terms. Right. The other thing, too, about the of service model, guys, as entrepreneurs, is that's how you get the bigger publishing divi- publishing. Um, book deals. That's mm-hmm. how you're going to get the bigger clients. That's how you're going to get bigger opportunities, ones that you can't imagine for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I thought it was interesting. One of the things you talk about in your book is also being open to saying yes to things. Um, you know, and, and I think a lot of, and, and we're not saying say yes to everything because you only have, you know, 29 hours in a day, but <laughs> You talked in your book about that, and and I love that because sometimes we do we we put ourselves in a box, and and we you know and we all have the the catchphrase you know we've all heard it you know you need to think outside the box, but why is it important to be open to to opportunities that might seem a little bit way out of the box? Yeah, I mean that yeah that was what I learned when I went to Cannes you know, mm-hmm. at the Cannes Film Festival with my boss, uh, and I was a, a script girl at the time. Um, saying yes can lead to the next opportunity and the next opportunity, the next one, and all of a sudden you're sitting in, like, you know, the most influential room you couldn't even, you know, begin to see mm-hmm. for yourself. This this me saying yes is how I got to Hollywood. Um, there was an influencer here in, in the Bay Area who was a friend of mine, and he said, my family are influencers in Hollywood, and I like to help you. I had mm-hmm. a choice in that moment. I could have said, oh, 
or no, that's too scary. And I immediately mm -hmm. said yes. And here, you know, and then 15 plus years later, you know, you know, it was, it, it, it's, it's a matter of, it's a matter of saying yes, but here, here is the, the side note. You definitely want to be pulling back the red curtains. Right. And you want, you want to be very strategic about these mm -hmm. yeses. And so we, I, when, you know, in Hollywood, we call them, you know, the dreamers or the quote unquote Hollywood producers mm -hmm. that, that, that roll into town and they claim this and they claim that. Right. And they've got the gold jewelry. Yeah. They and really, the, there's, yeah. No, there's no substance behind right. it whatsoever, but yet people are throwing money at them or, or their, their talents, their services, et cetera. Well, mm -hmm. the same thing happens in the entrepreneur world all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I ask people, I say, yes, say, say yes, but follow your intuition, follow your mm -hmm. gut, but more importantly, pull back the red curtain. Right. Ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't get caught up in working for somebody that was all glitz and no money or, you know, all sorts of things like that. And, and, but you do have to be open. And as you were talking, I was remembering a, t a conversation that I had with a fundraiser at, um, you know, a, a big organization and his focus was only on the people who were going to give $10,000 and more. He wouldn't even talk to anybody else. And, and I said, no, 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 no. You know, you, I said, you never know when that hundred dollar donor was testing the waters and they wanted to see, are they going to get the thank you? Now, a hundred dollar donor is going to get a very different thank you than a $10,000 donor, but they recognize that. But if I give a hundred dollars and I'm not acknowledged at all, then I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm not going to give 10,000. And, and so it is, it's about kind of making sure that you're not missing opportunities because you think it might not lead where you want it to go and, and, um, you know, or, or pay enough. And, and as speakers, you get caught up in that all the time, especially when you're just starting, everybody wants you to speak and they want you to speak for free and, and all of this. And you have to be strategic and think, okay, is this, you know, is, is speaking to every Kiwanis group a good thing? Cause it can wipe you mm -hmm. out. Right. You know, now it depends if you're in an area where the people who are members can lead to future business, that's very different. Or opportunities, um, right. Or yeah, influence. Right. See, mm -hmm. sometimes I make decisions just based on the influence piece. Right. You right. know, I'm just like, this is going to get me a lot of visibility. I might not get mm -hmm. clients out of the room, but right. it's the visibility piece mm -hmm. that I, that, that, um, that I'm always working at. Right. You know, and and it yeah, and it comes back to doing the research, like you were saying. You know, look behind the curtain. Yeah, pull, maybe pull it's back the red curtain. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, maybe Oz it's a Kiwanis club that's got ten thousand followers on Facebook. Yeah. you know, and and yeah, you know, and they're going to talk uh, about you, but also too, like like maybe some, you know, like um, I belong to the San Mateo Chamber, and they're incredible. They couldn't mm -hmm. support or encourage their members enough if they tried, and so of course that's the chamber that 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 I belong to, because. Mm -hmm. Because the heart center is there and they're always looking for other ways of resources, always looking for other ways to support and give people that influence and that visibility. Cool. That to me is, is the key component, but mm -hmm. I got to know them first, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So it's really taking, taking the time, but getting mm -hmm. back to the, getting back to this isn't our being an entrepreneur is not Vegas. And what right. I realized in Hollywood is that, Hollywood is a business or it's a real mm -hmm. business and people, there's systems and people put one foot in front of the other down there. They're not just mm -hmm. rolling dice and hoping right. that something's going to happen. Yeah. They are they, looking they at it. Massive plans. They have, I mean, they, they thought about this long and hard before they give you a mm hundred -hmm. million dollars to make your movie. Right. right. And, and it's because they're not just hoping by throwing something against the wall. Well, every entrepreneur should take the same attitude. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, we've talked about your agency several times. How does it, how is it different when you're working with, with your clients as opposed to, you know, somebody else? Well, because I really come on um, with the clients more like a producer. Mm -hmm. So instead of just telling them or handing them things or saying, well, learn this, they right. are learning as we're working alongside each other, but I'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting for them. Because okay. I need to, I need I need to show them the strategies, the techniques and tools, and then so that they can allow themselves to step into the bigger vessel, own it mm -hmm. and wear it. Cool. And it's all very customized. 
Mm-hmm. So just because I have a particular look as, you know, so you, you know, my brand now. So if you saw mm-hmm. my brand somewhere, you'd be like, Oh, that's Joey. It's the same mm-hmm. for them that the people would stop and be like, Oh, that's, that's Deb. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't push my branding on others. Right. I customize for that brand. Mm-hmm. And that I, and I feel that that that's the big difference. It's the same thing in Hollywood. We might have, you know, you know, it's a dif- difference between working with, you know, Will Smith versus Tom Cruise, right? Right. So we didn't try to push a Will Smith uh, movie or show on Tom Cruise. It wouldn't work. Right. right? right. We absolutely, absolutely know our lane, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm very much an integrity girl. And so for me, my clients wins are incredibly important because I, they're just an extension of the brand. Mm-hmm. So I don't just teach and then walk away and hope. It's not like that mm-hmm. with my clients. Right. Well, and, and that comes back to then they're part of your tribe and, yeah. and all of those things. Part of the network, part of the tribe, the introductions. Mm-hmm. And and the beauty part of it, it's 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 the spotlight others, really. Right. It's mm-hmm. just like as I'm spotlighting others, my spotlight's getting bigger and bigger as well. Mm-hmm. So again, it is the equal exchange of energies. You know, there mm-hmm. are, I've had in the past some, coaches or consultants say, Oh, you know, if, if I'm only supposed to work with that client for five hours, it's exactly five hours. It will never be five Oh five or right. Et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're crazy. You're mm-hmm. absolutely bananas. I said, because the, it might take that extra six or seventh or eighth hour, mm-hmm. but that's where they could get hit the tipping point. And if, when your clients start hitting the tipping point, guess what happens for you? Yeah, you you tip too. You tip too. It's it's mm-hmm. again. I'm not saying I'm not saying for us to give all of our value away because I'm clearly right. I have structure. I'm yeah, a structure don't girl. Take an advantage. Yeah, of. absolutely not. But I but I think and I and I talk and I and I keep my clients in in my heart all the time mm-hmm. because this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's funny when you were saying that I was thinking of you know when you have an employee who you ask to do something. And they look at you and they say, that's not in my job description. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, okay, no, it says, and other duties as assigned. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, and I actually had that conversation with somebody just a couple of days ago because she was telling me, well, she does this, she does this, she does this. And then she does whatever they tell her to do or whatever they ask her to do. And, you know, it's now clearly we're, again, we're not saying get taken advantage of no, and, and, you know, no, no, you value. can't give away the farm, sure. but you know, it, that comes back to the initial, you've looked behind the curtain. You know, you know that it's a, a business or a person who has integrity. They're not going to suck you dry. They're not going to, uh, you know, be the people who are expecting you to work at midnight unless there's a real good reason to be working at midnight. Exactly. Yes. My, exactly. We, we call in who we are, mm-hmm. you know, and, but part of the part of customizing the marketing campaigns is to call in your ideal client because mm-hmm. one non-ideal client could take down your whole company. Right. And right. I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there listening right now and they're saying, you know, I'm in that right now. I'm really unhappy. Mm-hmm. I have this client and like every day it's a drudge. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's because you got to get back. You really have to be careful about the song you're singing. Mm-hmm. Right. If you and I ask entrepreneurs working with me or not, I say, Every day, I want you to listen and hear what song are you singing. Mm-hmm. And if it's, oh, I'm so exhausted song, or or I don't care, I'll just work with anyone song, I guess guess who's going to be showing up knocking on your door? Right. right? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that happened to me two years ago, and I write about this, um, mm-hmm. and I literally um, closed my doors for a year mm-hmm. because, you know, the, the, the money was just, the money was huge. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was so unhappy because right. that client wanted to be me. They kept mm-hmm. wanting, you know, they were just like, no, I'm going to tell you how to brand. I was just like, well, okay, then you don't need me. Right. You know, uh-huh. you know, I don't, you know, but it, but it, it was absolutely not my ideal client. And yet the, mm-hmm. one of the biggest lessons to date, because I had, a, I had to sit down, Deb, and listen to what song I was singing. Right. Right. And when it becomes that drudge, it's like, nah, no. And I mean, then I was just like, I was like, well, I might as well go down, <laughs> you know, if it's going to be like this. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I asked people, I'm like, sit down with yourselves, get quiet, 
You know, that's mm-hmm. where the meditation comes in. Listen, what song are you singing? Oh, right. I'm too tired. I'm too exhausted. I don't want to do this anymore. Or are you singing, mm-hmm. or are you singing, wow, I want to work with that type of person. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to call in. Oh, I want more opportunities. Oh, I Mm -hmm. love what I do. How else can I get visible? How can I step Mm -hmm. out of the shadows more? Those are the songs that are going to win you that five and six figures that you're looking for. Right. And, And having that positive energy and that positive song is going to draw in more positive. You know, we, we, if, if it's the, oh, I hate my job, (laughs) that's what ends up surrounding you. Right. Or, 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 you know, or they're, or they're exhausted. Uh, and the other reason too, I opened my doors is because I saw entrepreneurs were taking right and left turns all the time. Mm-hmm. And so one day they were like, no, I'm going to be the networking girl. And the next day they're like, no, I'm in the sales girl. And the next day they're like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to do branding. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, every yeah. time you Focus. take a right or left turn, you know what you're doing? You're burning down the house, right. you're starting over and mm-hmm. then you're struggling because you're you're working so hard inside the business, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you can be all, you can have all of that, no problem, mm-hmm. all of that. But you got to be consistent with the song. So my song right. isn't the brand marketing song. I don't no. sing that song. My song is get it's your birthright to gain more visibility and influence the marketplace. That's my song. Mm-hmm. So. I have, I do, you know, speaking, I have a speaking program. I do one-on-ones. I do individual marketing for businesses. I do brand culture, right? Mm -hmm. But I can because of my song. Right, right. Right. And, and it's, you know, sometimes it might be adding a verse or even maybe rewriting it a little bit, but it's your song. But don't burn it down. If Lady Gaga, so one of, if, if one of your favorite songs out there is a Lady Gaga song and she decided, and it came out two years ago and she decided tomorrow, I hate the song now and I'm going to make it disappear and burn it down. That would really hurt your feelings. Right. Because you're really right. like, what do you mean Lady Gaga is never mm-hmm. going to sing the song again? Wait, mm-hmm. because you want others to sing with you. So Lady Gaga knows she's just growing as mm-hmm. an artist, right? But she's not burning down her songs from the past. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, along those same lines, you see that when performers are performing songs that they have performed for years and years and years. It's not that it sold millions of copies. Well, yeah, there is kind of that. But they liked it. You know, it, it spoke to their heart. Yeah. And, you know, now, you know, all of those various things. Because I've sometimes I've wondered... Um, you know, how can you continue singing the song that you have been singing for 30, 40 years? And, you know, and, and if it's really somebody who's being authentic to themselves, they say, well, it's because I love the song. Yeah. And also, too, it's because it's elevating them in their heart mm-hmm. and in their brand when 30,000 people inside a stadium are singing along with them. Right, and that's right. what you that's what that's what every entrepreneur out there, woman entrepreneur mm-hmm. wants to happen for them. You want mm-hmm. 30,000, 100,000 people to sing with you. Mm-hmm. Because it right. takes, it, it, they do a lot of heavy lifting for you too, so you're not so exhausted all the time. There's right. not one day, Deb, that goes by that someone is not singing my song online. Not one. Mm-hmm. They're I not love singing it. about me. They're not singing, not one day. Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible. It is. Seven days you a week. Know, I mean, that, that's that's such a gift. I'm so blessed. Yeah. And, and it comes back to kind of that double dipping almost type of thing where, you're singing somebody else's song also and, and talking about them. Yes. I am very generous of heart. This is the way I'm built. I, I love spotlighting others, mm-hmm. but what comes along with it, even if it's, it's a, it's a muscle, you got to exercise it. Right. And what comes along with that is that people, people are like, wow, I can trust her, but people support those that support them. And it's just that mm-hmm. easy. It's really, really right. just comes mm-hmm. down to being that, that, that simple. You know, mm-hmm. I just ask people, try it, just try it, just mm-hmm. try spotlighting others, try the double mm-hmm. dip, try doing a triple dip, mm-hmm. you know, t- take it out for a spin run. You know, if it didn't work exactly the way you wanted the first time, remember, it's just an exercise. It's a muscle. Right. You will get yeah. stronger and stronger mm-hmm. and stronger, but there will be other people outside your field. They're like, Hey, can I do that with you? Though that mm-hmm. opportunity might be sitting in another backyard waiting to hear mm-hmm. about you. And, and just because it doesn't work the first time, you know, figure out what you did wrong, you know, and, and go from there. Don't, you know, don't throw the baby out yeah, with the bathwater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no failing. But, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's just, it, again, it's, it's, it's like, it's stepping out of the shadows. And to me, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think that the double and the triple, 
um, are, you know, pretty easy breezy where people conflict is that they're actually stepping out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I want people to keep, be mindful of and say, oh, this is just uncomfortable for me. I'm like, yes, and it won't be for very long. Right. You know, and, and because we all have to grow because if you don't grow, you stagnate. Right. Um, you know, and, and for somebody who said, well, I'm happy with where I am. I don't need any new clients. I'm like, mm, really? What if one of those, you know, what if you've got a big client and they go away? Yeah. Um, you know, all of those various things or technology changes, you know, the, the people who really, really did the, the say, for example, IT installation, as I'm sitting here looking at all my computer stuff, you know, now we do it ourselves for the most part. And, and if you built your business on that and we're happy with just staying right in that little niche, you're out of business now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, MySpace would be a, a perfect example or, or yes. just like TV, like just regular mm-hmm. channels. I mean, right. they're going away. Or- newspapers <laughs> yeah i you mean know, magazines I, I mean vogue is yeah. me i mean vogue might might you know continue to elevate over the years we'll see right mm-hmm. but on a whole yes it's it's all disappearing you know mm-hmm. because you know everything's going virtual but you but the other the other point to to it all too deb is that to be of service you don't know where you're supposed to be of service yet right and so just to stay comfortable is actually not being of service not just to yourself, but to community. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's someone in New York that needs you, that's waiting for you, but they haven't heard about you because you're staying mm-hmm. in the shadows. Right. It's it's really, I think, at the deepest the deepest level of all of us being of service, it's to help others not to suffer, right? By giving you know, them and, our talents and services. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yes, it is scary, and and you know, to to bring the Hollywood metaphor back in. Jumping out in that spotlight, ooh, you know, and and but we're not saying that you know you're going from behind the curtain to the spotlight, you know, it, it it's a gradual process. You know, there's yes, in Hollywood there are the overnight wonders, and you know the the but that that happens infrequently. Um, you know, you have the people who were the supporting actors, you know, all of those various things, and then as they grew everything grew with them and they, and then they were comfortable being full on in that spotlight. Right. And most of the people that were overnight, um, uh, wonders they're, they're leaving out a big portion of their influence. They came from, usually they come from a family of influence. Right. So, you know, or they're the overnight wonder and you don't remember them next year. Exactly. And um, absolutely, absolutely. So I always tell people too, I said, don't be afraid of this. I said, it will take you about two years mm-hmm. to gain like, like, big influence. Right. So people are like, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for a rent. I'm going to say, don't worry about it. You'll be ready in two years. I mean, it doesn't happen in a second. You know, this is about being consistent. You know, it's about having strategies, a game plan, know your song, you know, get things in alignment, get your content together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of moving pieces to, to, to the big six figure and five figure. And I think too, just to make sure that, you know, we reinforce this out there on the marketplace that, a lot of people's mentors are people that they're heroes. They've been in mm-hmm. the business six, eight, ten years. Right. So they, you know, that's why they're at that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we, we talk about it taking time. I, I love this concept in your book. And again, for those, you know, who, who, you know, need reminding, it's called the Red Carpet Guide to Visibility and Influence. You talk about writing a fan letter to yourself and then giving it to somebody and they give it back to you in a year. I love that concept. I just thought that was very cool. I know. Wouldn't it be great if like, that would be a great banana split to do with people. Yes. You know, with several people and get everyone, you know, virtually even, you know, in a virtual network and mm-hmm. everyone write their fan letter, email it to each other. And then everyone puts mm-hmm. a, a timer on each other and then they, they send mm-hmm. it back. You really, It's really surprising. I've done this several years. It's really surprising. I don't even recognize the girl I was last year. Right. I don't even know who she is. I know her name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's that's a good thing because it means you're growing and evolving. Well, I don't even those those fears don't wouldn't even like ping me now. Wouldn't even mm-hmm. think about them now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because as you grow, as you get on bigger and bigger playing fields for yourself, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna you, you know you're um, you're getting more and more deeper inner game tools, mm-hmm. and the bigger the opportunity, the more you can wear it. Again, it's just right. like a second skin. Mm-hmm. 
And, and it, and, you know, as we've said, it does take getting used to, but, you know, you can't not do it and, and be successful. And, you know, I mentioned the fact that visibility and influence are capitalized in your book because of their importance. You capitalize success and successful also, because that's, you know, it is important. And it's not that you're wanting success, you're wanting to be successful and, and everybody has their different definition of it. You know, maybe it means that they are doing the six figure income for somebody else. It means, you know, they've got enough money that they're able to take a vacation, yeah, you know, yeah. or spend more time with you know, their family. Yeah. I mean, all those various this things. Isn't, this isn't everything that I do. It's, it has nothing to do with people magazine or the Kardashians or being, it has nothing to do with any of that. Right. It's just about, but every single person on the globe, Mm -hmm. is sitting with dreams mm -hmm. that they want to come to fruition. Every single right. person on this globe. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't get to bring them to fruition because mm -hmm. they want to stay in the shadows. Mm -hmm. And I'm just asking them, saying, just dip your toe in it just for even a right. second. You don't right. know how it will shift you both in your personal and your professional life. Mm -hmm. Well, and what I like about your book, we mentioned the fact that it's a workbook. And, and that's what's so cool is you've got all these things in here. So you're kind of working your way through this purpose. And, and it's funny, I'm looking at my computer screen right now and it's a butterfly and it is almost like this metamorphosis. You know, you, you start as the caterpillar and you just kind of go through these, but then it's a good thing to also continue going through them. You know, like you said, what, what happened a year ago is totally different than now. So you keep going back through this and you go back through and you say, okay, now what are the the five messages that I have? Oh, well, they're different than last year's. Okay, well, let's figure out what they are this year. Right, because the vulnerability, exactly. So so stepping out of the shadows in our spotlight makes us vulnerable. So the vulnerability mm -hmm. piece that we were grappling with last year won't look like anything like it will next year. Right. You know, but it is, but it, it so again, I ask people, I say, I just say, just sit down with yourself and just ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you want your dreams to come to fruition? Just yes or no. That's it. Right. And if, the, if it's a yes, then I ask you, I'm like, then please, please take this all very, very seriously because this is mm -hmm. serious. And then I ask people too, is it, and do you want to open doors for others to do the same for them? Right. I'm like, because this is just all of us being connected and being of service. The reason I get the reason I'm pushing every single day to get more and more visible visibility and influence, Sister Deb, isn't for me. It's for everyone. It's for else. us. It's for mm -hmm. all of us. Yeah. The mm -hmm. more it's just like the studio system. See, I knew leaving there, I was like, okay, they have a billion dollars worth of influence. I'm like, I can get a billion, I could get a billion dollars worth of net worth online. Mm -hmm. And guess why I'm doing it? So I can give it to other women entrepreneurs. Right. Right. That's it. And, and it is about building up others. You know, we, we mentioned the 10% critics, you know, hello, if you're the 90% that loves somebody and supports them, let them know. Yeah. Tell <laughs> them, send them love notes. That's what I call it online. Send them love notes, spotlight them, talk about them, tag right. them, send mm -hmm. them an image, you know, write about them. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's just absolutely endless how far you can take this. Mm-hmm. And how sometimes the littlest thing does so much. You know, you send somebody a text message and you say, thinking about you today, how you doing? They might have been having a horrible, awful day. Yeah. And just getting that little, I got your back, does wonders. Yeah, because we're, cause we're, we're all connected. We don't know how many people we are impacting. But the nice thing about social media is that at least, at least we're here once in a while. Mm -hmm. With the visibility influence, when you can get it to a certain level, literally you probably will hear every single day and that will give you the strength and the courage because there's going to be downtimes. It's just, right. just the way it is, but that will mm -hmm. give you the strength and the courage to be like, you know what? This is worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep pushing through. Right. Well, Joey, holy cow. We're at the top of the hour already, and we've just scratched the surface on this. And so I'm sure that at some point we will discuss this again. And I look forward to really, really, you know, connecting and, and helping and doing all those things that we talked about. But speaking of that, how do people find you and connect with you online? Sure. So my um, company is the number, it's one, 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 three, number one, one, three branding.com. And mm -hmm. they can also find me. I have a, Facebook group called Branding for Professional Businesswomen. Right mm -hmm. now I have over 7,000 members in it. Mm 
Wow. And I built it as a stage spotlight for mm-hmm. women entrepreneurs to share their products, services. And this is another way that people can emotionally connect with me because mm-hmm. I, I post and I share strategies, techniques, et cetera, in there. And then also they can always buy my book on Amazon.com. Right. And again, it's called The Red Carpet Guide to Visibility and Influence by Joey Garrity. Thank you, Deb. I really appreciate you having me on your show today. It's been so much fun, and and I love it because it is a little bit different topic from what I normally talk about, but it makes your heart feel good. And, you know, we all need that. Exactly. Thank you. Great. Well, thank you so much, and to everyone who is listening, have a great day. Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.